You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order. Enjoy the best protein bar on the planet. In today's episode, got some takeaways from the weekend. We'll dig deep on the waiver wire, uh, injury updates, and matchups and DFS value plays for Monday. Uh, so let's start with some takeaways from the weekend. And through Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I guess the big one is Joe Musgrove. Uh, throwing a no-hitter at Texas for San Diego. And look, everybody everybody and their dog was uh, projecting bigger and better things for Musgrove uh, moving to San Diego. Uh, you kind of get lost in Pittsburgh uh, on a team that's not going anywhere. And, and while Musgrove was, I guess, the, the staff ace uh, of the Pirates, uh, you don't pile up a whole lot of wins even as the staff ace uh, in Pittsburgh. And now as he moves to the middle of the rotation in San Diego, uh, Musgrove obviously has lots of run support. Uh, he has uh, other aces on the staff ahead of him so that he, he really doesn't face a whole lot of pressure. Uh, and then you get a, a game against a, a pretty weak Texas lineup uh, and he goes and throws no hitter with 10 strikeouts uh, and one hit batter. Uh, the only thing that really uh, held him off a perfect game. And so Musgrove, uh, I, I think, if you were interested in him before the season, uh, you've sort of been rewarded, at least in the early going, uh, that uh, that interest is, is probably worthwhile. Uh, now, how about San Francisco's Johnny Cueto? Uh, went eight and two-thirds innings um, and against Colorado, uh, allowed four hits, one walk, one earned run, struck out seven, didn't quite get to finish it off. Uh, and at a home game against Colorado is not exactly the, the toughest of tests, let's, let's be fair. Uh, but... I'll tell you, there were times even last year uh, that I, I watched Cueto pitch and thought, you know what, even if he doesn't have, you know, the the stuff uh, that he used to, he's going to be crafty enough to kind of still work his way into fantasy interest. And I think that's kind of where he is. He's uh, he's not necessarily going to be overpowering most days, uh, but with the right matchup at the right time, uh, you can probably still find some value in Johnny Cueto. Now, one of the hot uh, waiver pickups earlier this season was Trevor Rogers. Uh, and then Trevor Rogers rewarded everybody. Uh, his last start went six innings, uh, no runs, gave three hits, two walks, struck out 10. And this has been the, the real hype around Rogers is that he can miss bats. Uh, and, you know, certainly for fantasy purposes, that, that's extra valuable. Uh, and so uh, I think if you raced out to grab Trevor Rogers, uh, you're pretty happy that you did. Uh, how about Angels? Andrew Heaney. Uh, and now there's lots of kind of hype around Heaney. Uh, his stuff is great. He misses bats. Uh, and, you know, the big concern, is, which has been lingering for years, is that he can't stay healthy. And you know, the fact that he ha- had a good start does not necessarily mean he can stay healthy. Uh, but this is what why you're you're teased by Andrew Haney. He went six innings, you know, nine hits, three hits, uh, nine strikeouts, three hits, two walks. Um, that's all you'd ask for. You'd g- give me that on a on a semi-regular basis out of Andrew Haney in, in, your, in your golden. Uh, Anthony DiSclefani for San Francisco, uh, a guy who I had higher hopes for last season and he blew up, uh, but a decent reclamation uh, project here for the Giants and uh, in six innings, 
Uh, on the weekend, De Sclafani struck out eight, gave up six hits and one walk, no runs, kind of scattered them around. Uh, and so, not not that I'm racing to to pick up uh, De Sclafani, but I, I'm at least interested in watching now, uh, see what his next start or two uh, goes like. And and uh, I guess same would go for Luke Weaver uh, for Arizona, who uh, went seven innings, struck out eight, gave up just one hit, one walk, one hit batter, um, and. You know, I, I, given the, the struggles that Weaver had last season in much the same way as Di Sclafani, uh, there was no reason to go after them uh, in your draft. But if they come out of the, the gate and they give you two or three uh, decent starts, well, then maybe you start thinking about uh, replacing the pitcher who's uh, kind of at the back end of your rotation. Uh, now let's take a look at some of the, the hitters uh, from, from the weekend, I guess. First up is Ronald Acuna Jr. He hit a couple of home runs. He also he also hit 692 over the weekend, uh, and you know the the, the ceiling is kind of uh, as high for Acuna Jr. as anybody. Uh, and if, if he is just you know locked in like that, where he's hitting uh, 692, uh, you're going to feel like you you just can't do anything to get that guy out. Also, there was Eduardo Escobar uh, for the Diamondbacks. He hit three home runs, scored six runs over the weekend. Cleveland's friend Mill Reyes hit three home runs, as did Boston third baseman Rafael Devers and uh, Atlanta Braves first baseman Freddie Freeman. Now, I mean, Devers and Freeman are, are early fantasy picks. Acuna Jr. is one of the top couple fantasy picks uh, coming into the season. Escobar had a really down season uh, in 2020, and so you know maybe a, a bounce-back candidate this year, uh, but you, you were able to get him uh, relatively late given his troubles uh, in 2020 and Reyes is kind of a one-dimensional he'll he'll get you 30 plus home runs but uh, doesn't necessarily fill uh, the rest of your stat sheet uh, kind of the way you'd like uh, then there were a few hitters who uh, who struggled uh, over the weekend and one of them is uh, San Diego's Tommy Pham who was 0 for 10 and you know that hurts me I, I'm <laughs> I'm a, a Tommy Pham guy I, I think that he was a, a good source to get steals and he's been hitting up at the top of the the Padres order but you keep you go for 10 over a three-game stretch and uh, you, you can find yourself moving down the the lineup uh, Nate Lowe uh, the Texas first baseman who got off to such a great start uh uh, as a power source, right? He had he had hit four home runs, had like thirteen RBIs to to open the season, and now he went over nine over the weekend. And in some ways, you can just look at that and say, well, that's regression doing doing its natural work, uh, because he obviously wasn't going to keep hitting the way he did uh, on the first weekend of the season. And so by the second weekend of the season, the regression was already coming hard for Nate Lowe. Uh, also, Garrett Hampson, the uh, Rockies' second baseman and center fielder. He went over 10 over the weekend, and uh, and Hampson had been uh, enjoying a pretty good run. Uh, and the fact that once he's getting on base, Hampson has been running, uh, you know, those stolen bases can be pretty valuable. Uh, and so uh, the fact that he took an 0 for 10 and, and wasn't getting on base to, to steal bases, uh, that uh, that's doubly painful. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football and college basketball are over, but the NBA and NHL are in full swing, and Major League Baseball is now here. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.
All right, so time for a feature that uh, I'm kind of transferring over from the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, uh, Digging Deep, uh, where I will, each episode, I will uh, give you one player uh, who's uh, rostered in 10% or less of, uh, of Yahoo Leagues. Uh, I, I've been doing it on 5% of Locked On Fantasy Hockey, and we're starting to get pretty thin there. Uh, so I want to give myself a little more room. Uh, and so uh, those players might be someone you need to race to the waiver wire to get, or maybe it's just, you know, Put them on your radar, have an eye, uh, see what's happening with them. Uh, but uh, today we're going to start with uh, Pittsburgh third baseman and outfielder Philip Evans, uh, who's hitting 393 with three home runs uh, early on, getting a chance to play at third base with Cabrian Hayes uh, out. But when Cabrian Hayes comes back, Evans can still play right field. Uh, and if he keeps hitting, uh, frankly, the Pirates pretty much have to find a spot for him, don't they? Uh, I would hope so. Uh, and so Philip Evans, for one thing, has does not have a, a long and illustrious track record in the Major League Baseball. Uh, he got hurt last season, but he got off to a good start before he got hurt. And so if uh, if Evans continues to hit, um, he might be worth uh, scoping out, and particularly the fact that he has uh, multiple position eligibility. That helps too. And he's rostered in just 3% of Yahoo leagues. So now let's take a look at some of the injuries uh, that are starting to accumulate. And we'll start with Milwaukee uh, left fielder Christian Yelich, day-to-day with a back injury. Uh, I'm not... Uh, Super concerned yet, uh, but these day-to-day injuries can quickly turn into 10-day uh, injured list stints. Uh, so uh, have an eye on what happens with Christian Yelich. Also, uh, Milwaukee infielder Travis Shaw is day-to-day with an ankle injury. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals left fielder Tyler O'Neill has landed on the 10-day injured list with a groin injury. Uh, looks like Austin Dean uh, should get the most of the playing time in left field uh, while O'Neill is out. Uh, Kansas City third baseman Hunter Dozier uh, still dealing with a thumb injury. They're, they're not putting him on the injured list, uh, but... It seems to have been bothering him uh, from the get-go when it when it happened off the start of the season, and uh, and so a his production has been uh, pretty much non-existent. Uh, but b uh, if they're not putting him on the injured list, you're kind of stuck with him. Uh, and so uh, if that if that drags on too much longer, I can understand if you want to move on from Hunter Dozier. Uh, and Angels right fielder Dexter Fowler uh, suffered a season-ending knee injury. Uh, looks like at the moment uh, they have. Jose Rojas and Juan Lagares uh, available to play right field. Lagares would seem to be the the natural uh, replacement, but uh, we'll see how the Angels decide to play that. Uh, San Diego uh, starting pitcher Adrian Morjon has landed on the injured list with an elbow injury. Now the Padres have uh, you know one of the best pitching staffs in, in baseball uh, as it is, but uh, with Dinoson Lamette already kind of dealing with an elbow issue and and now Morjon out. Um, you know they they may have to uh, get creative for how they fill the the last spot. They they do have top pitching prospect Mackenzie Gore, uh, obviously in the organization. I don't know whether they're ready to uh, throw him into to major league games right yet. Uh, for Detroit, first baseman Miguel Cabrera has landed on the ten day uh, injury list with a biceps injury. Uh, the Tigers are shifting Jonathan Scope over to first, Nico Goodrum into second base. Uh, <laughs> none of those are super appealing options for fantasy, but uh, you know if you're desperate, maybe maybe you need one of those guys. Uh, Tigers starting pitcher Julio Tehran has landed on the sixty day injured list with a triceps injury. Uh, had a half decent start uh, his first start of the season, so uh, you could be you know the tiniest bit hopeful that he was going to bounce back from from an awful 2020 but uh hitting the 60-day injured list this early is, is not not an encouraging sign uh, maybe michael fulmer uh, could be getting a shot in the uh, in the detroit rotation now fulmer uh, really struggled last year too as he was coming back from tommy john surgery but uh his early uh, performances out of the bullpen this year have been pretty uh, effective so 
you know, maybe keep an eye on what, what goes on with Michael Fulmer, see if he can get back to, you know, some fraction of, of his former self. Uh, San Francisco center fielder Austin Slater is day-to-day with a foot injury. Uh, Astros reliever Pedro Baez could be out till May with a shoulder injury. Uh, Royals reliever Jesse Hahn uh, on the 10-day injury list with a shoulder injury. And Rays starting pitcher Chris Archer uh, to the 10-day injury list with a forearm injury. And uh, always worry about forearm injuries because they often lead to elbow injuries. Uh, and and then and then a visit to Dr. Andrews. Uh, so we'll see, see how that plays with uh, Chris Archer. Uh, I wonder uh, whether Colin McHugh might uh, might find his way into some starts uh, for Tampa Bay. Uh, he's he's been a kind of a swing guy who who can start and and uh, pitch middle relief. But you know, given how how the Rays tend to use their starting pitchers, um, maybe maybe they could uh, look at McHugh uh, for some starts there. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have a bunch of great flavors. Uh, the coconut brownie chunk uh, was the one that won. Uh, the Built Bar Madness, their bracket contest to see their, their most popular uh, bar. And as much as I knew that uh, Coconut Brownie was, uh, or Coconut Chunk was their uh, most popular uh, brand coming in, that was basically chalk uh, going to, to win, uh, they, they have a bunch of great flavors. Uh, my favorites, peanut butter brownie and salted caramel. Uh, the raspberry is really popular, I know. Uh, caramel brownie. Pretty, pretty good flavor in, in its own right. Uh, and look, the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. And from my perspective, uh, I, uh, I've started going to an outdoor boot camp because I need some kind of exercise. And uh, I leaned right into it by making Bilt Bar part of my post-workout routine. Uh, it gives my muscles the protein boost uh, they need. And so go to BiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. You can get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Be a waiver wire winner with the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast. It's a daily fantasy baseball podcast in which I am going to use data and two decades of fantasy baseball experience to offer some strategies and waiver wire pickups that will lead to league wins. Follow Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so let's take a look at uh, a couple of matchups for Monday in Major League Baseball, uh, thanks to the folks at betonline.ag. Uh, and first one up, uh, we've got uh, the Milwaukee Brewers with Frey Peralta, minus 126, home against Chicago Cubs and Alberto uh, Alzale. And to me, Peralta is a really interesting uh, case. Uh, he won the uh, fifth starters role effectively for uh, for the Brewers, um, beating out Josh Lindblom. Uh, and uh, he's been really effective early in this season and uh, with a high strikeout rates. Uh, I think he has 14 strikeouts in seven innings. Like I, I, I'm interested. I want to, I want to see uh, more of Freddie Peralta and as a, as a slight favorite against a Chicago Cubs team that uh, did start to hit a little bit on the weekend, but has, uh, has still been struggling overall uh, offensively this year. I'll, I'll uh, take a shot with Peralta. Also uh, the Oakland uh, sends Chris Bassett uh, to the mound, minus 120 at Arizona, and Madison Bumgarner. Uh, and now Bassett is, uh, as we came into the season, he was a prime candidate for regression because he uh, kind of overachieved his way to a 2.29 ERA last season. Uh, and so fine, he, he maybe he isn't going to be that guy, uh, but he also hasn't been terrible uh, in his first couple of starts. Uh, and really, this is a vote against Madison Bumgarner, who unfortunately, uh, after a, a really tough 2020 season, uh, struggled again uh, in his first two starts this year, and it just it doesn't look like uh, it's turning around. Uh, and so, if you know if Bumgarner 
if you know maybe he's lost he's, if he's lost a couple of miles an hour off his fastball and he has uh, if if that's the the difference that Madison Bumgarner just can't get back to being uh, the pitcher that he was you know that that's part of the reason I'm I'm interested here in Oakland at a, uh, as a slight road favorite you know in a game that I I'm not sure I, I have a strong opinion on the sides but at least I, I find interesting uh, is the White Sox with uh, Carlos Rodon uh, minus 128 at home against Cleveland with Tristan McKenzie. Now, Rodon uh, seemed to be on his way to, you know, maybe being a, a mid-rotation starter, uh, which, you know, maybe wasn't quite living up to uh, the expectations when he went as high as he did in, uh, as a prospect. But I, I also think, you know, a, a mid-rotation starter is, there's pretty good value in that. Uh, and so uh, then he got injured and uh, is working his way back. And while well, his first start uh, this season, he struck out nine and in five innings and, and looked quite promising. And so I'll be interested to see more of Carlos Rodon, see whether he can build on that. Uh, as for Cleveland, you know, Tristan McKenzie uh, missed the entire 2019 season uh, in, uh, in the minors and then kind of got thrown into the fire uh, at times for Cleveland last year and really didn't look out of place. You know, a guy who uh, missed an entire season and then came in and uh, made some quality starts for them, uh, pitched out of the bullpen a little bit. And Nat now, I, I think he, he, he's going to be part of the future of, of that Cleveland rotation. Uh, the question is, you know, kind of how much they use him this year and how many innings he, uh, he eats up. But uh, I think, you know, this is a good test for him against a, a White Sox lineup that is pretty, uh, pretty strong. Uh, and so, you know, a road, the Rodon-McKenzie matchup is, is one of the more compelling ones uh, on the board because a lot of the, uh, in the few games where there are aces pitching, they're going against non-aces. Uh, and so at least Rodon and McKenzie is uh, a compelling competitive matchup. So now let's uh, thank you to uh, betonline.ag for those odds. Let's slide over and grab some DFS value plays on DraftKings uh, for Monday's games. We've got uh, Freddy Peralta. Uh, I'm going to stick with... Uh, the Milwaukee pitcher, he's $7,700 uh, against the Cubs. As I said, the Cubs coming into last weekend were, were hardly hitting at all, uh, and so I'm not ready to uh, fear them based on based on a few decent games. Uh, also, Milwaukee catcher, Omar Narvaez, $3,400 against the Cubs. Uh, Narvaez, now very small sample, obviously, but hitting 455 with a 1247 OPS to start the season. Uh, for Seattle, first baseman Jose Marmolejos is $3,400 at Baltimore. Dean Kramer on the mound. Uh, he, he's playing for Evan White and Marmalejos does have seven home runs and 131 career plate appearances. So there's, there's power there. Uh, he's also hitting like 211. Uh, so there, there's also some risk, but that's why you why you can scoop him up at $3,400. Also Seattle second baseman, Ty France is $4,000 and he's hitting 324 and 910 OPS. Uh, and Arizona, uh, second base and third base eligible, Eduardo Escobar. Uh, we talked about him earlier. He's $3,700 against Oakland and Chris Bassett. Uh, but and Escobar is only hitting 216, but has four home runs, nine runs scored in nine games to start the season. So uh, there's definitely uh, productivity there. Uh, then flip it the other way. Oakland center fielder Ramon Laureano, $3,800 against Arizona and Madison Bumgarner. Uh, Laureano is hitting 296, has 922 OPS, has stolen five bases. Uh, and really, this is a vote against Madison Bumgarner, right? <laughs> there's a part of me that would be happy to see Bumgarner pitch well and, and feel like, okay, he has a chance to get back to... Uh, being an effective major league starter. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, I just, uh, I have lost my confidence in Madison Bumgarner. Uh, one more, let's grab uh, Milwaukee center fielder, Lorenzo Cain, only $3,000 uh, 
against the Cubs. Uh, and now he's only hitting 200 in, in his first five games, but has a couple of home runs, 823 OPS. We know he can steal uh, a base every now and then. Uh, so Kane at that price, uh, hitting at the top of the Brewers order, that's uh, that's worth a look too. So that'll do it for today. Uh, I will be back tomorrow. Uh, maybe we should go through some bullpens and see, see what's happening early on in uh, the late innings. Uh, also, check out Lockdown Fantasy Hockey, which uh, been busy with the uh, NHL trade deadline, but uh, th- things may, may slow down after the, the trade deadline on Monday. Uh, anyway, uh, find these podcasts. Subscribe. Drop in a five-star rating on iTunes, if you would. Uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Lockdown Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.